Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is August fourth. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing good. Just uh, another week, more Olympics. Lots to be excited about. Can never have enough Olympics. Olympics golf and probably the more meaningful Olympics competition. At least it carries more weight with the uh, participants. The the greater glo- uh, global golf world on the uh, women's side the, the olympics certainly resonates more so uh, a lot the stakes feel higher the weight feels heavier uh so yeah more olympics at kasumigaseki golf club i saw there was some uh combination of moaning some people praising that they were hitting a lot of lawn irons and fairway woods and hybrids into a lot of the players uh, into a lot of the holes where players last week were just you know, hitting flip, flip darts, flip wedge darts into greens. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it'll be set up differently. Maybe that's just some practice uh, run I, observation on the way in. I think in. I, I got to lean on Mike, Michael Clayton, who replied to the tweet that just perfectly succinctly with the men's game should mimic the women's game, not the other way around. The men's right. game, uh, I, I don't know exact verbiage, but he said it just perfectly. Listen, the women's game is what we should be striving the men's game to be with yep. hitting actual long irons and testing all the requisite skills uh, needed to play a round of golf. So let's yeah. let's just stop just complaining. Watch. We don't want the women's game to be like the men's game where they only right. hit wedges. We want we the the one of the things that makes the women's game so compelling is the fact that it hasn't been overrun with power and that there is a wide variety of skills, a wide variety of shots required to win golf tournaments. It cannot be dumbed down to, I drove it well, I wedged it well, and I putt well, which is why I won. You know, you need to do everything well. Um, It's not just about wedges. Yeah. Absolutely. I think Huggy Huggin had some similar tweets like bollocks might have been the term used. I don't know. He, he, he said the men's game has lost the plot. Let's not change anything about the women's. Uh, don't make it, to, you know, if it looks too hard, scoring's too low, that's not the issue. Um, all right. Let's get to it then. Our schedule for the week. On the uh, Let's start with the Olympics. Might as well. Start with the uh, Olympics. This is the event of the week. Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. That'll be... You know, overnight. Oh my God! Whoever wrote up schedule for the week didn't even put it on there. What? NBC? I don't know. Maybe they got frozen out. I see PGA Tour events. I see U.S. Women's Amateur. I see European Tour. I see Corn Ferry Tour. Has no Olympics. Anyways, that is your overnight uh, Kasumi Gaseki, uh golf you club. Want, you want? You want? It was six thirty to three thirty. Yeah, notables. Give it to we me. got we got the Corda sisters, Jin Young Ko, MB Park, Daniel Kang, Lexi. We've got Yuka Sasso. We've got uh-huh. uh, Bianca Paganon 
from uh, from from the Philippines. We've got NASA uh, Hadaoka, the home favorite, one of the pa- home favorites. Patty Tanatavakit. We've got yep. Shen Shen Fang. We've got oh, yeah. we actually. So here's my three things. We'll just get into that now. This is Shen Shen's last stand. She's retiring. It's sad. Is that confirmed? I mean, I know she hinted at it at KPMG I, Women's, whatever, PGA. I saw an article on LPGA.com that was, like, okay. confirming it. This okay. is her last event. Oh, at, end of a legend. Great I mean, character. I'm kind All of right. upset that, you know, frankly, that I didn't become a Shen Shen fan, uh, Fang fan until now. Yeah. Part, of the, part of the Fang Club. But um, <laughs> I saw the, in this LPGA.com piece, she said... I know that last time, it was maybe at the peak of my career, speaking of the 2016 Olympics. This mm-hmm. time, maybe it's not. I wouldn't <laughs> say I'm in the, my best shape of my career. But I was very happy to come back this year and start at a major and get a top three finish and a couple more top fives after that. I'm very confident about my game. I just really want to enjoy and relax the whole day and the whole week. Fantastic. That's good. That's I like great that mindset. I mean, I don't know that she's not. She's played pretty well this summer. I know awesome. She's, like, I, to suggest that, I know she's peaked and been number one in the world and won majors before, but uh, it's not like she's been a dog. She's been playing pretty well all summer. So, uh, so not like, like Sabatini or something, who's been, was crap. But she's been playing well. All right, so she's the one thing to watch. She, so she was the silver medalist in the last one. And she was. what I found was to be very interesting, the men's game, no, four no, years no. later. Lydia Ko was silver. Fang or, was bronze, I think. Bronze. Right? No, okay. no, yeah. Ko was silver. Ko, Ko yeah. was bronze. Fang no, was silver. I'm pretty sure Ko was silver. I believe. Yeah. I could be wrong. Because uh, she was talking look about that up. She, she doesn't Anyways. know where her silver medal is. She's lost it. Lydia? I think, yeah. She's like, I don't know where it is. Yeah, L- Lydia Ko's silver medal from the 16 Olympics. She's like, ah, I'm not sure where it is. So, Fang was Fang, bronze. Fang, it was browns. Okay. All That's, right, so last stand. So, last stand, but interestingly, parlaying off that, the men's at the men's Olympics, we had zero of the three medalists return in 2021. I kind of love this about the Olympics. It's like, it is a, there's no bullshit exemptions it is you're in or you're out like you know there's no lifetime achievement awards in general with all the sports like there's no like if you don't swim fast enough if you don't run fast enough you're not in it doesn't matter if you've won 30 gold medals right um and that's the same with the golf but interestingly the women return all three medalists yep the men had zero all playing fine playing well you know, yeah, I mean, playing well enough, maybe not at their peak. MB Park is still a factor; it's not absolute dominant like she was. But and Lydia again has won this year, so yeah, that's great. I, that is a good aspect of it. I like it. Well, and it made me wonder if there's a deeper meaning. Obviously, I've done no research on this. I've done, you know, before any any data boys come after me with just some ridiculous interpretations of data. Um, it, it might say something about the two games, right? Just from the periphery, what we just talked about with long irons, all like one of the things that you worry about with the PGA Tour over the next twenty years is the lifespan of the stars. The game is built on long star careers, like Tiger, Phil, 
Ernie. Like these are the things that like people don't know the big time golfers for a couple years, like the general public, and then they latch onto them. And one of the beauties of golf is that they're there for fifteen more years, right? Yep. That might not be the case going forward, and maybe the Olympics are is a barometer of that. Like four years, like basically entire new field, very few holdovers. And uh, and here we are with the women. I feel like a lot more holdovers. There's obviously new faces. This is five years later, but they they at least have all the medalists intact, which is I think a big deal. Yeah. And uh, and they have uh, so it's just an interesting thing. I think like their women's careers are obviously shorter too. Um, but that is uh, it's just a little tidbit I thought was fascinating i wonder if the careers are shorter but their peaks are more elongated as opposed to in the men's game these days maybe not in the 80s i wonder if that's possible possible interpretation i think people would also bat back that the women's game is not as deep as the men's game that would be something that would be a common rebuttal without any statistical evidence um it could just be when it's a driving driving pitch pitch uh drive pitch and putt show that Young players more. are always going to be advantaged because they're faster. Yeah, brings a lot more, more opens it up to a lot less. I don't know. I don't want to say less talented, but just a wider, uh, Let, yeah, wider collection of folks. Okay, all right. So um, we're off to and, a good start here. And then third, just the same as last week, team competition. This we're gonna get. Oh. We need a shadow leaderboard because I think this is this is cool. Obviously, the Koreans would be the heavy favorites. They've got. Four but you stars. Break them up. You yeah, break I, them up. well, I broke them up, and then the U.S. has four also. So I broke up. I put the quarters on a team together. Naturally, we got to put the quarters together. Yep. Um. Then we get that leaves us Lexi and Danielle Kang together. And then South Korea, I went with uh, MB Park and Jin Young Ko together, and that kept the Kims, Se Young Kim, and Hugh Ju Kim together. Okay. okay, that's fine. It works for me. All right, so that'll be our our shadow sort of team leaderboard we got going. We we need somebody to make that up for us again and give us the daily updates. Obviously, can't I, I don't know. Can't be too heavy a lift, but too heavy a lift for us. So if somebody could chip in <laughs> and do that for the next four days, can't wait. Uh, It'll be auto retweet Wednesday. <laughs> I mean, you could just send us all the wrong information. Boom, retweet. Yeah. I mean, we we're not checking it. Um, anyways. Uh, so that'll be Wednesday night golf again. Um, a little bit of, a little bit of a prime time cocktail, late middle of the night golf, West Coast golf. I don't want to you know disparage our West Coast time zone listeners. Uh, again, similar setup to last week. Continuing on with our schedule for the week on the PGA Tour, we have the old uh, WGC opposite field double. This week, we have the WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational and the farewell tour of this historic, legendary, invitational <laughs> World Golf Championship. It's, it's a sad, sad week as we bid adieu to its What's WGC What's Daniel Berger going to do? What do you mean? It's still Wait. an event, still a TPC in a tech. It's just no longer it's, the WGC Swamp Ass. Well, if you want well, so. maybe we should start with the new schedule. What I got it. I got it in notes. You want to start with the new schedule? Well, I, guess I mean, my we're talking thing, about it right now. Let's do it. WGC is gone. This is now a playoff event. I'm just concerned. Starting next year. 
Is the chase for 82 take a hit? Are eight wins gone? Does Tiger lose his eight WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational victories? Just poof, up in smoke? What happens to this? Do records matter? We yank it around. We yank it. TPC Southwind has been t- pulled to and fro. Um, there is no more Northern Trust. Uh, there's a lot. Let's do. All right. Give us a schedule, nuts and bolts. There's some European tour elements. The so playoffs are they switching. Got, on the Go PGA ahead. Tour schedule is the Scottish Open. I think this is the big, the big headliner. FedEx Cup points will be awarded across the pond. Who knows? You know what that entails, if that entails FedEx Cup updates during our beloved coffee golf season. Oh, I, I mean, that that's it's a tough pill to swallow. <laughs> One of the most refreshing parts of coffee golf is that there's no FedEx Cup updates for three or four weeks. I also noticed, sadly, it's the return of Vols at the Scottish Open. Oh, yeah. Aberdeen is gone. Ab- Aberdeen got... is looking for a new rebrand and lose your event. It's the Although Genesis. That executive better put some clothes on if he's going over to Scotland. You know, it gets a little chilly and windy over there. He can't be out there with his, his shirt unbuttoned to and fro like he does at Riviera. So, Genesis Scottish Open, a PGA Tour event co-sanctioned as well as what? The Barbasol? Yeah. And, and the, Bar- uh, the Barracuda, <laughs> this week's tournament. The Cuda. So, I mean, it's like, what does that mean? It's like Cal Samuja. And the Kit Muscat coming over to Lexington, the Keen Trace yeah. and the Reno. Is that going to happen? Sounds like it. Sounds like them. You know, Coach Zia Zone could be landing in uh, oh, We might on, need to go see that. In America. This is a, I think this is a big haul. I mean, the big, big benefit here is I think this is going to be the end of the Neil Lancaster, Dickie Pride. You know, uh, as, much, as much humor and yeah. content that we've milked out of that. Yeah. It's that it might be the end of the parade of the the nobodies, the has beens, that even in some cases never really was <laughs> playing at age sixty on the PGA tour. Carlos Franco, I mean, sadly it, will not be you know teeing it up in PGA tour events in twenty twenty two. At least in two opposite. Yeah, you still two. have Puerto Rico and Punta Cana could provide the the safe haven for the the Bitcoin boys of the world and things like that. But yes, I, I so that is. That is the European Tour, PGA Tour Alliance aspect of this. We had heard hints of this coming. This is now a formal announcement. I imagine this is just the start of more integration. I think we'll see more sort of maybe Courier Cup availability in the fall uh, swing of events. Maybe not this fall, but next fall. Obviously, this fall is you know only a month away. But it just feels like the start with the Scottish Open becoming an official event. There was also... Um, no Courier Cup points, correct me if I'm wrong, but the purse at the Irish Open is getting a massive boost to, uh, at least for, for the European Tour, is getting boosted to $6 million. So Irish Open getting a little bit of a boost, I don't know, via this strategic alliance, uh, the Scottish Open then offering Courier Cup points, and, and then some American events offering you know, co-sanctioned status. So that is, that is the alliance part of it. What else do you have in terms of, of the schedule? We got Pebble moving up. Pebble moving up. That's the uh, obviously the added game of the NFL season, so the added seventeenth game pushes the Super Bowl back one week, and and Scottsdale wanted to stay in that week, which I think smart. You know, we got to have playoffs running into the into the Super Bowl. That's a rite of passage for golf <laughs> media. Hideki playing into the first quarter of the Super Bowl. It's a rite of passage. 
We got <laughs> well Although, kicking I, things off. I know it's not the company is not Fortnite, but I I will forever read Fortnite. The the Safeway, the formerly Safeway, the Napa event is the Fortnite Championship to kick things off. What better way than to kick off the season with the Fortnite Championship? Just what, like a week and a half after the last event? Although they're saying they weren't they looking for like events to slide in that week of September 12th there was possibility like they're going to just patchwork some event together there was rumors of that but i guess for now it's the Fortnite championship kicking it off the 16th um thank god at napa so uh, what else uh, the pebble Eamon lynch i saw noted that pebble is now opposite saudi event where dj of course has a long history at the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro am and now is be you know a, a i don't know if he's the sort of poster boy for the Saudi International, but he's certainly a prominent player in that. Um, but is now head-to-head with one of his favorites, or, or at least an event where he has a lengthy history. So that's mm-hmm. also a byproduct of that move up. What else you got from the schedule? Would he ra- rather play for the, the Crown Prince or with his, with his father-in-law, Wayne? <laughs> Big question. The great one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. It's going to make a joke, but I'll, I'll hold off. Um what else you got? The playoffs? We got the playoffs. This is this is big news. We it- we now for the playoffs. It's August. August playoff time. And we're going to Memphis and Atlanta in August. In August. Can I just say before we get to that? The open going from the old course to TPC Sod Farm is just an unbelievable whiplash right there. That is Kyle Porter aerial tweet, you know, uh, sort of ratio city. The old course to TPC Sod Farm. Okay, playoffs. Memphis, TPC Initech, Eastlake, and the grand old Western Open in Wilmington, Delaware. Uh, which is just, you know... It's it's it, these playoffs just have been yanked around, twisted to and fro, altered, adjusted, scrapped, rebooted, and here we are now with Memphis has elbowed its way into it. There was for a long time the rumor, somewhat informed rumor that that Southwind FedEx Memphis was going for the Grand Enchilada, the Shadow, the Net Tour Championship, right? And they were going to try to rip that from out of from Atlanta. Uh, that has not happened, at least as of yet. Uh, so now we have it as just the first leg. The Northern Trust is gone. Uh, Northern Mistrust. I don't know what happened there. They're out. And uh, I yeah, think Northern Trust is out as a tour sponsor. And you tweeted it. I think like a, a real sort of insight or gleaning from this is that like we're missing some. Some pretty big markets in the United States here, at least on this schedule. We get Jackson, Mississippi. We get Tulsa. We get, we get Las Vegas. Uh, we, get we got eight we got events all... in the Carolinas. We get, I mean, and this is the thing with the playoffs. Like maybe the best, the best argument for moving the playoffs up before any of the majors is the simple fact that like. We don't have to go to in August. We don't have to spend time in Memphis and uh, Atlanta. Like, what are we doing? What? Why are we? There's only like four months a year where you can host in these northern cities, which are like the golf crazed cities, the biggest, most populous areas, the biggest media markets, 
in the country and you're not going to any of them. You're not going like the and before I, the well actually is, oh well the the US Open's in Boston. That's not a PGA Tour event. And that yeah. only comes once every 15 years. Okay? I mean I would I would say like I would say that is that is like a fair enough rebuttal where I would say Chicago is the one that's just a complete I just I'm incredulous about it. Just a complete whiff cuz Chicago is not. What about New York? Not, I mean, New York's got a Ryder Cup. They have a PGA, a U.S. Open, like yeah, every but other they don't year. have a regular tour event. Come I on, know. they've got two football teams, two baseball teams, two basketball teams. Like this, this is a city. That, I think Chicago is the one that has the biggest yes, bone to pick. Yes, it but. does. It does have a bone to pick, but it also deals with like our organization, the WGA, the playoffs, the bullshit that all that happened. Like the just the assassination of one of the greatest golf events. That there was, you know, yeah. that's that's a sad story. It's kind of like the Seattle losing the Supersonics. This golf's sure. version of the Seattle losing the Supersonics. Chicago losing the Western Open. Well, but, get it back. You know, the Browns came back. The Sonics <laughs> are maybe coming back. Maybe the, the Western Open. We don't have Open. an LPGA event either. That's another wild thing. It's like, right. what what's going on? Why, why doesn't Chicago have, like, the high level? And I know we have a Corn Ferry event. This is not, you know, demeaning it, but like, why don't we have a grade A tour golf in Chicago? Um, On top of that, you know, Boston, no, no tour event, New York, no regular tour event, Philly, no regular tour event. That's in Chicago, no regular tour event. That's three of your, the four biggest cities on the, on like three of the four biggest media markets. Boston, I mean, as someone who lived there only for a, you know, college and a few other, but I, I, they would go nuts for that event. And it came on a hard weekend. It came on Labor Day weekend when, you know, you're traveling to the Cape or there was football and all. It was, they went nuts. They did well. That did well. I, I just, that, I, I don't know. The, the, the U.S. Open will be a show for sure. But yeah, again, I, you know, I, I love the stick, stick up for the little markets. I love that there's an event in Jackson. You know, I love that Fourth Worth. I feel like some of this is like the the origin story of the tour, and we need to keep that a little bit of that heritage going. And and um, but again, just not given that you're playing every damn week of the year, not going to New York or or Chicago for me is the big one. The middle of the country just is missed so much in this. Um, but I guess you have Detroit, Minnesota now. But they're in the, again in that dog stretch. Uh, oh, you got the Quad Cities too. That's basically Chicago. It's only you know three hours from Chicago. Is that what people try to rationalize? I'm trying to say some that. Of that. God. Um. Anyways, so that's it. I I like. I can't get excited for the playoffs. I just can't. It's, I can't it's, get it's, excited for the TPC worst thing they can do for the playoffs is. Just completely keep changing it. Like, not like they should move it around. If you want it to be a show, move it around. Like, have it be on a rotation. Like, this. What do you think happens to the Mexico championship? It's no longer WGC. It comes in between New Orleans and Charlotte. I guess now not, it's not Charlotte next year, but it's DC actually near me because of the President's Cup. Uh, but yeah, coming like Mexico City to DC after that, I think that could take a big hit unless you have the uh, Grupo Salinas just under the table handing out, you know, significant sort of 
clinic fees and things like that. Uh, that Not to mention that just be ba- guaranteed seventy five grand for showing up. Even right. just a right. WGC, right. no cut. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, I don't know. It's it's interesting. I love to see at least some acknowledgement of Lynx golf, of European Tour golf. Uh, the playoffs thing, though, for me was the biggest one. That my biggest takeaway is just venues, markets, weeks, time on the time of the year. It all just. Just still doesn't do it for me. Honestly, following a playbook of like how to make our playoffs more irrelevant every every stab we take at it at this point with the PGA Tour, it's like you couldn't make me less excited. I I can't wait for what's next. You know, I mean, they just got to change the format the, from one twenty five to whatever sixty four and do a bracket, things like that. They just got to. We don't need to reinvent the wheel on that. Well, again, th- that would but that would require them to go back to FedEx and say, you know what? Yeah. What we've been doing really sucks. What you've been sponsoring really sucks. <laughs> and I don't think they want to do that. That's the yeah. thing. They're at this yeah. point where they sold this ridiculous sponsorship to FedEx, and they they have to keep doing their format because it's a justification of, hey, this is what golf, or, golf fans want. Yep. All right. So that's the big news. Any other... Takeaways you had from that, aside from the kind of the strategic alliance, the movement of the playoffs, anything else that you want to? I get mean, on? I'm still clamoring for off weeks, weeks after majors. That's not happening. No, definitely the the match play got boned again, right? Isn't that in a tough spot? I mean, it's yeah, but it's still got the WGC cachet. Look at all the guys. How many guys got back to Memphis from from Japan? Like, they're all there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it wild when, when you give somebody seventy five grand, they get somewhere. You yeah. know, yeah, free world ranking points. Yep. Uh, all right, let's continue with our schedule for the week. Also on the PGA Tour, we have the Barracuda Championship, uh, Tahoe Mountain Club, Old Greenwood in Truckee. This is a par seventy two course, seventy five hundred yards. The purse is uh, a, a small three point five one three point. Five million, I should say. Defending champ is Richie Wierinski. Who could forget that last year? Stableford system, of course. Uh, Stableford scoring in place. Notables: Brandon Grace, Padraig Harrington, Matt Kuchar. Why is he playing that? Tom Lewis, Mito Pereira, Thomas Thomas Peters, Brant Snedeker. Did you hear the Olympic announcer? By the way, uh, no. the first tee announcements. No, no. She had a, a tinge of Thomas. <laughs> By the way, like she said, Justin Thomas. I almost recorded it. <laughs> I bet that really scratched where you itch. That's great. Michael Thompson, Camilo Vajegas, and Gary Woodland. Very serious notables this week out at the Barracuda. Of course, it is backfilled with some, uh, you know, chafe, as we like to say. This is wild, wild uh, scheduling. 10 to 1. You got moderate coffee lunch golf on the East Coast on Thursday and Friday. Saturday and Sunday at 6 to 9 p.m. You got like happy hour cocktail, barbecue golf. Uh, so it's kind of a mix early on, early on the first two days, late on the last two days. And that's your Barracuda Championship. The Cuda. Um, again, usual complaint. I think you've raised it here several times. It's kind of wacky to do Sableford with like such critical, such a critical week that changes the entire mindset where you can like pick up, take an X, where... You might be more aggressive for the eagle point. Like it just with, with 
That's we've gone seventy-two hole stroke play aside from WGC all year, and then you're down to the wire for so many of these guys trying to get into the top one twenty-five, and you really change up. I'm not saying it's not golf; it's still golf, but there is sort of a slight alteration to how you approach and how you might play. It's a little wacky to do at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a stretch. That's your, I love that they have that the state. I love. See, it's like a. It's kind of bittersweet because you love that they have Stableford, but yeah. maybe that if you do fifty weeks of <laughs> of stroke seventy-two hole stroke play, this isn't the time to do it. Um, that being said, guys. good Monday qualifiers. Akshay and Justin Sell get through, as well as you know Monday Q looping for Mark ba- uh, Mark uh, Baldwin, yep. which is a good story. Guy that's yep. grinded it out, but but the uh, the um, good players, yeah, good players. Uh, all right, the USGA, continuing with our schedule for the week. U.S. Women's Amateur at Westchester Country Club in Rye, New York. Par 72, they're allegedly playing at uh, 6,400 yards, almost 65. Defending champ is Rose Jane. Notables are Mega Gane, Rachel Heck, Subasa Kajitani, Aline Crowder, Rachel Keane, uh, Emilia Migliaccio, I guess she's playing, huh? Uh, our colleague, hey. our fellow writer, our colleague, fellow media person. I would Alessia say fellow Nablo. member of the GWAA or whatever, but I'm not part of that. Neither am I. They didn't return my email, I think, five years ago. I said the hell with it. Um, Emma Spitz and Roseanne also in the field. This is uh, first round of match plays on Golf Channel Wednesday afternoon. Then you've got quarterfinals, all the match play, you know, two to five on Peacock. Uh, throughout, uh, whatever, Thursday, Friday, and then on the weekend on Golf Channel, 2 to 5. So mid-afternoon, match play golf. Again, it's a good changeup. It's great to watch match play. That Rose Jane, um, Gabby Ruffles final last year was just kind of amazing counter-programming to whatever was going on the PGA Tour. I forget what it was. Maybe Memphis. Um, And it's just a good, different style of play with, Players, I think we're like kind of familiar with by now, and I'm not saying just us. I'm saying like the golf watching, not sicko, the, the but the and one helps a ton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we know Gane from Olympic Club. A lot of people do. You know, heck, you know Kajitani from Anwa. So a lot, a lot of names that are at least recognizable as amateur golf gets more coverage uh, on TV. On the European Tour, we have the Hero Open at Old Course, St Andrews. I, not the old course. I mean, St. Andrews, Fairmont. But it's the, there's the old course at... Fairmont, St. Andrews. Torrance, I believe. Torrance course. It's got a road hole, which means there's just a road nearby it, I believe. There's all sorts of things going on here. Um, Fairmont, older, St. Andrews. Is it the older common. course at St. Andrews, Fairmont? I don't, I don't know. But the, people got worked up about this. People got mad at you about this for saying this is like... They shouldn't be allowed to call it St. Andrews last year. Anyways, par 72, 6,800 yards. Purse is 1.25 euros. Defending champ is Sam Horsfield. This is is the thing. It legitimately, idiots, there are idiots. I'm an idiot. Complete moron. That will think. All right. Yeah. This, I could totally see myself doing something like this in like another walk of life i wouldn't do it in golf it wouldn't happen in golf but if it was like you know i was booking like something i don't know like a uh if i was trying to book like a spa day for my wife and there are two spas that were named basically the same thing i might book the wrong one yeah 
Yeah. And this could legit happen. Like if Kaylee was booking a trip for like my 40th birthday to St. Andrew, she might book it here. This is the, the, the thing with it. And it legit happened. People sent me but messages. But it's in St. Andrews. That they, no, people sent me messages that legitimately said that this happened. They booked, they didn't realize they booked the wrong place. All right. I know it's, it's, this, we're it's this bullshit. Again, I, it is. All right. So this is just called the Fairmount course or something. The Torrance Fairmount course in Scotland near St. Andrews. <laughs> yeah. Town of. In St. Andrews. Okay. It could be right, that. It could the be title. the, the right. Torrance course at the Fairmont in St. Andrews. Okay. Notables, Lucas Beauregard, JK, JKA, Joe Namath, Jorge Campillo, Marcus Shinholt, the Muscat, Alex Levy, Renato Perator, Eddie Pepperell, Brandon Stone, Andy Sullivan, the Bumblebee. I just wonder how many of these guys are going to be in Reno next year. Bumblebee buzzing around Reno. Um, I'm getting some disturbing details about just the uh hotel and casino scene out in reno this week just just some morally questionable behavior going on out in rio in the opposite field event uh but that's your that's your notables for the european tour the hero open i think that's the uh motorcycle company i believe yeah Same old, well uh, i was when i saw the hero i thought it might be dlf no not the hero indian open the hero open uh, on the court, that is digital only. If you're looking for Hero Open coverage, you better have uh, not just an antenna TV or like direct TV. Got to have some internet. Stream that sucker. All right. Corn Ferry Tour. Utah Championship. We have Corn Ferry Tour TV on TV. Uh, again, eh, TV is too strong a word for it. Again, it's digital only, but I, I digress. Thursday to Sunday at Oak Ridge Country Club in Farmington. Par 71, 70,000 yards per 600, 600 grand. Defending champ is Kyle Jones, who you recall beat, um, what's the guy's name? Daniel Summerhays in his uh, yeah. swan song. Uh, schedule is late night. Eh, not late night. 5 to 9 p.m. Uh, golf, ja- golf Channel streaming. So if you want Corn Ferry Tour coverage, as that winds down, I think next week starts the finals, right? This is the last I, regular yeah, season this is, event. Uh, this um, is the end of the season. So that's so, your Utah championship. The ball goes far. There are 375-yard drives out there, and there will be tweets about it, and you won't believe and all that stuff. So that's your uh, schedule for the week. you have any other commentary? Good? Um, I mean, it's kind of a weird end of the season because, like, what you do, it's, it's so hard to move up because of how big yeah. the season is. Yeah, So Two years. It's, like, really locked in. I mean, you have to really win to... Like, if you win in your 50th, you're not moving into the top 25, which is crazy, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's going to be probably the strongest Corn Ferry class that they've ever had. Like, the most legitimate players top to bottom. Um, you know, it, yep. it'd be cool if they let it, even more of them in, just because knowing that they're... But that would run against the membership. Uh, yeah, the membership. It's, it's only, only let in a... Tiny drop. It can't have a funnel. Um, hey, right. one more thing about the Fairmont, St. Andrews. Oh, God. Yeah? I wonder how many people call and, like, book a tea time and are like, now, don't I have to, like, enter a lottery? Do I need to be there, like, at super early in the morning, wait in line? Oh, no, no, no. And they're like, no, no. Do you want, you want 830? Do you want 9? <laughs> we have tea times available. 
I wonder if some people don't even realize by the end of it, too. Show up at 4 a.m. or whatever, 3 a.m. in the middle of the dark, looking for yeah. the starter's hut or where to sleep on a bed. That'd be good. Uh, we didn't do one and done picks for uh, St. Jude. I'm going with Burger. I may have already used him. I don't know, but I'm just going with Burger. This is I was where he looking. Play- he's played well, obviously, recently and played well at this uh, course. TPC in attack. The WGC Swamp Ass. I don't think he's going to play well, but uh, he's a high ranked player that I have left. It's Xander. He's coming off his gold. I doubt he plays well. He's going to be jet lagged. But I'm picking him. And it doesn't matter because I've been so putrid the whole year. All right. Fantastic. Um, all right. There's our picks. Hey, let's do a new segment. Oh, yeah. Journeyman. The Journeyman of the Week. Our old it's friends. Back. Journeyman Distillery, a favorite. One of our earliest advertisers have returned. We're doing a Journeyman of the Week, which will sort of spotlight. I don't want to use the word spotlight, but note, put up on a pedestal, one player whose season, what, maybe ending soon? Maybe yeah, journeying they're, they're, off into the gonna woods? Yeah, this is going to be fun. They're, right. they're sponsoring you know, the next five weeks, and every week we're going to send off a player that's probably playing... This week might be their second to last start, but without a Herculean effort, it's going to be heading home soon. So it's just, you know, maybe they can head home, pick up some journeymen for their for their flight home, and and send say goodbye to the twenty one or the super season. All right, let's get some nuts and bolts. Journeyman is our uh, spirit. It's the official spirit of the shotgun start. I need to switch to this stuff. I need to get more bang for my buck. Or I'm not drinking athletics. I've gotten too deep into the seltzer game. I need to get back into more oh, efficient the seltzer means. games. It's just, it's just your bottomless fit. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I need to get back into it. You know, whether it's the whiskeys or their rye, their bourbon, whatever it is. It's uh, award but, winning. They got lots of gold medals. Oh God, I don't even know what some of these. <laughs> the Minnick, the Fred Minnick rating, number four American whiskey. Uh, my favorite is the Silver Cross because a portion of the proceeds sales go to uh, the first tee and Evans Scholar because the uh, owner, Bill Welter, was a four-year letterman in Division One Missouri State. And he was such a golf nut, he built a 30,000-square-foot uh, actual real turf, not oh, fake turf. It's amazing uh, putting, putting Modeled after the Himalayas course at the distillery in, in at, Michigan. Uh, yeah, modeled after St. Andrews, not Himalayas. Fairmont St. Andrews. <laughs> Kids under 12 play that free. You're going to get season passes. Uh, but the spirits are now in 25 states. They should be in they're 41 be in a year. Yeah. When we originally so. did this, they were 17. They're growing. They're growing yeah. and thriving, much like the PGA Tour. They're certified organic, gluten-free, and kosher. You know, if you have a certain specificity on that kind of stuff. So it's it's gin, it's rye, it's bourbon. They're platinum medals. They've won gold medals. Um, for their whiskeys. Uh, they are the official spirit of the Shotgun Start. They have a pretty cool giveaway. Here it is. Pay attention. Text to win sweepstakes. This is going on through the end of August. Text journeyman, M-A-N, not plural, journeyman to 55678. And you enter for a chance for, to win a three-day, two-night stay at the Journeyman Distillery in Three Oaks, Michigan. Awesome so they lodging. Got some hospitality. Awesome lodging. lodging. Okay. I've stayed so in get, it. It's great. Three day, two nights at the distillery and a round of golf at Lost Dunes Golf Club and Point of Woods up there Tom in Michigan. Tom Doak Design, Lost Dunes, great golf course, and Point of Woods, longtime host of last week's event of the week. 
uh, Western Am. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah, that's You can stride I'm... the same fairways that DJ strode as a, you know, strapping young amateur. So no purchase necessary. Open to residents 21 ages or older at the time of entry. One entry per person. Again, per day. Jer- per journey. day. You can text this every Whoa. day until the end of August and heighten your chances of winning. So that's two rounds of golf at Lost Dunes and Point of Woods and three-day, two-night stay at the distillery. Again, that's Journeyman to 55678. Giving away stuff. That's legit. That's a legit uh, sweepstakes center. All right, who's our Journeyman of the week? Who who doesn't want to go on a little vacation to southwest Michigan? That's what I want to know because yeah, yeah. I'd love one right about now. Um, all right, the Journeyman of the week. We're going with a Bassy. Not Bassy Munoz, not a former say. FedEx Cup number one. Who else but is there? Bassy Kaplan. Oh. He's currently he 194th on the FedEx Cup. Sebastian Kaplan. He's Austrian, right? Is that he's right? Uh, he's from Denmark. He's Dane. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So he's from Denmark. Um, his golf coach like happened to know the Arkansas assistant golf coach, which is how he ended up at Arkansas. He didn't visit any other schools. We always wonder about like how these guys yeah. get from Denmark to Lubbock, Texas, or right. you know. So like right. his golf coach knew the like Arkansas assistant golf coach. He went there, visited nowhere else. Then he ended up in Arkansas, where he's arguably the best Arkansas player of all time. Like, no. you know, there might be some better, but he was a four-time, four-time All-American. Wow. Um, he played on three Palmer Cubs. He won the 2013 SEC Championships. He's got the lowest uh, career scoring average in Arkansas golf history. Um, okay. He played on the same team with David Lingmurth and Austin Cook. So pretty good little team there. Um, he turned... Say- John Daly well, went to Arkansas, but it doesn't seem like he had the same career while there. Of course, I'm, I'm saying while playing yeah. there. I was just looking. I wasn't even sure if he actually went to school there. He was just a fan <laughs> of the Hogs. But yeah, he did go there. Okay. Okay. Your argument still stands. Survives the um, daily test. The Data Boys might back me up on that. All right. All right. <laughs> um, he turned pro in 2014. So his first pro start is a Monday qualifier for the Air Capital Classic. Ah, okay. He Mondays in, he gets in via seven for one playoff. So he gets into the Air Capital Classic and then he wins the tournament. Holy so he shit. wins his first start. Wow. Out of a Monday. At the okay. web.com. Out of a Monday. Okay. Pretty cool. Yep. Um so he's the first Dane on the web.com tour. So he he had an okay rest of the season. He finished like he had one other top ten, um, and he was number twenty five on the money list at the last event of the year, the Winco. And yeah. uh, he shot like sixty eight the first round, then shot up to like seventy seven second round. Was bumped and eventually bumped to twenty six. He was fourteen hundred and thirty six dollars shy of top 25 and getting his card. And the way he got bumped out was swamp ass Kyle Reifers. <laughs> Rouse, like Rayo's pota- tomato sauce or whatever it is. Yeah. Prego, ragu, prego, whatever it is. Okay. 
What did he do? He hit, he hit a shot that like was like right into the trees. It got a crazy bounce out oh, no. that he made a birdie off of. And that's how he got bounced out. Is they allegedly rifers hit like almost like a cold shank into the trees that like just like got kicked out right into the fairway. Goes on to make birdie and and knocks him out. That was that's what knocked him out. Um, okay. So he wins early, and then like Cap Kaplan just he kind of struggled. He he made his tour debut in twenty fourteen. Also, PGA Tour, he got an exemption into the Sanderson. Your your guys at the Sanderson yeah, given a good exemption. Yeah, they know what they're doing. They're out there. <laughs> he All led right. after the first round of that. Yeah, they don't so mess around for, with their exemption. Wins his first start on the web.com and then leads after his first round of the PGA Tour. He ended up finishing T35. But they brought me another thing. It's like, if he had gotten points for that, he would have got his card too. That's true. If we weren't, you know, if if our state-to-state currencies, if we didn't have, you know, different currency for Illinois and Maryland, you know, I can't come visit you without, you know, I don't have any money in your state. You know, the tour owns... All, all these properties, but none of the money work in any other places. Yeah, right. Um, so Kaplan, after 2014, he finishes 78th on the money list, Corn Fair or Web.com in 2015, 44th in 2016. 2017, he didn't play. I couldn't figure out what it was from. I Googled it all over the place. I think he heard him. He must have been injured. Uh, 2018, he was, he was 43rd. And then 2019, he breaks through with a win at the Rex Hospital Open. Oh, and then uh, he, he he lost in a five-man playoff at the Wichita event, so a runner-up. He gets 16th on the money list. Um, and he's playing on the tour. He's on tour. He's Unfortunately, on the tour. it's been a rough year. Tough year. He's in the CUDA. I mean, you don't get a lot of FedEx Cup points for winning that. 194, you're not going to get into, even if you won the CUDA. Uh, but Bassey, the other Bassey, maybe he'll be in the Corn Ferry Finals, right? The journeyman yeah. of the week will be journeying yeah. down to the Corn Ferry Tour Finals, most likely. So he's he's made six of twenty-one cuts this year. He's one ninety-four on the FedEx Cup. This is what he said at the twenty twenty Farmers. I try and play a little different than any other people. Then everyone is doing the same, and it's just about who's marginally better. I try and find my margin elsewhere. I try and take some What's different lines mean? and different gloves off tees. I try and be more aggressive here and leave it uh, leave it where some other guys wouldn't leave it. I try and find my edge that way, and it's probably the same way in life. Doesn't seem to be working, That finding the edge out in the trees or wherever else. That's a hell of a quote. Um, I like that. All right, real quick. I know you got to get out of here. Yeah, I got to go. He would he would like to trade places for a day with Sebastian Vettel of Formula One oh, fame. Oh, another bet, Vassy. Okay. <laughs> he he plays the piano and the guitar. Not many people know that. Bucket list includes skydiving and driving a Formula One race car. That's a real bucket list. Not real like, bucket know. list. Yeah, we that's like real stuff, Bassy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's uh, if he was not a golfer, he'd be an economist. Oh, that's a noble <laughs> pursuit, I suppose. A high-minded pursuit. All right. He's a big Patriots fan too. How did? Oh God! Well, that's going out on a low note. Okay. That's All it, right. Bassy, journeyman Sebastian. of the week. 
Watch Enter with that the text to win. Text to win Barracuda. program. Yep. Maybe we could get Bassy some some journeyman sent for his, uh, his ride home after the win. Corn Ferry Tour finals. Pro- All right. Text journeyman, the word journeyman, to 55678. Thanks to them for their support. Again, they're in 25 states. Make that your spirit. Dabble. You know, flirt around with that if you're a big bourbon or gin or, or whiskey drinker. All right. That does it for this Wednesday episode. We will be back with you on Friday.